Welcome to Roll Slaying with Roman, a homebrew Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Starring Thomas Sanders as Roman of Reston and Terrence Williams Jr. as Youngblood. If you're listening to the audio version of Roll Slaying, we also have a video version of the podcast available on YouTube and Spotify, where you can watch every step of our adventure. Otherwise, please enjoy the audio version and let's let the adventure begin. Previously on Roll Slaying with Roman, Roman and Youngblood became Reston's heroes for a day, teaming up to take down a giant beast known as the Hook Horror who had haplessly wandered into the village. Though Roman took the family sword without his dad, Riker, knowing, and come on, his Aunt Patty took it first to give it to him, his dad was proud of him for standing up and doing what needed to be done. They both also solved the mystery of Reston's thieveries, the culprits being three orphans, a blue child named Fast Timmy, a talking mouse known as Melvin, and a bear-shifting kid known as Henderson. Youngblood got to meet Reston's other inhabitants, Burgundy Red, the Lady Tiger Baker, Dorian, the tiefling blacksmith with stars in his eyes, and Tenpenny Samuel, the shifty general good store owner who happens to be a talking frog. And a very weird goat. With the success of the day, Aunt Patty and Riker took this as the best sign that Roman was finally ready to venture out of Reston on his own adventure. Youngblood, who had just been seemingly wandering the land up to this point, agreed to join him for the time being. He seemed uninterested in returning to this bard college he spoke of anyway. This is what Roman had always dreamed of! Sure, he didn't know Youngblood very well and didn't really ever have friends of his own, but yeah, he'd figure out the partnership eventually, right? It's now the night before they depart, and the town is going to have a feast to celebrate. Aunt Patty is sitting there, a toast to Roman and Youngblood. And she takes a, like, enormous watermelon and just cracks it in half with her hands. <laughs> of course she did. Um, to, like, beat That's her party ninja. trick. Okay, American ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. What's America and what is a ninja? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think that was a little Terrence, sorry. No, it's okay. We're going to be making a lot of anachronistic references. Uh -huh. It's going to happen. So there was a cheer as people, you know, began to, like, enjoy the big bounty of the feast and all that stuff. There was a, another giant pile of Burgundy's croissants, you know, because we still got all those extras. Different roasted meats garnished with, like, toasted figs. Fantastic. With a bit of dash of rosemary. I was going to say, so, so much bread. Mm -hmm. The only people that Reston isn't kind to are people who are gluten-free. <laughs> as well as, you know, pretty much every, like, sweet little treat thing that you pretty much could want. Yeah, oh my gosh. Uh, if you were thirsty, there were two large containers of mead and non-alcoholic mead. Don't get those mixed up. I already have. What are you trying to grab from this big old beast? We went out to, I think, just have a drink because, you know, we're about to go on a little journey together. And though I am so excited about the journey, mm. I still don't know you very well. I feel that. That resonates with me. Yeah. I also was just trying to make sure nobody's trying to poison me. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you gotta constantly think about Why that. do you always, you believe the worst in people. I don't understand it. Are people not just, like, a mess? Go ahead, roll a survival check. See if oh, any of the food's dear Lord, poison. Please. Roll high, Ooh. love, roll high. 17. 17. No one poisoned you. You're like, you just lean up Woo. to the food for a minute and go, nah, it's no poison. Okay. No poison. Yeah. You legitimately checked for poison. Yes. Do you have a lot of experience with people poisoning your food? Again, I don't know you all. It's nothing personal. Well, I'm also half asking because I'm about to leave this town for the first time and I like food. Probably from here on That's out. That's going to be just a thing. Give a good, just give a good whiff. You know? I will say. This is nice, I'm not gonna lie to you, but we don't do this very often. I don't know why it's happening. Why they're letting me leave the village 
now? Because my dad has always been super protective of us. So why is this occurring now? I don't know, but I do know one thing. What? I don't know. I know I had a lot to do with it, so it's maybe because of me. You maybe. Know, should I turn that? Maybe. I made that about me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that was that was pretty good. <laughs> I might use that. No. <laughs> as the night goes on, you finish your meal, and the sky turns from peach to blackberry as the stars begin to light up the night. Wow. That feels like a Roman comparison. Mm -hmm. Peach to blackberry. I love food. <laughs> There's a couple little things going on with some of the people in town. There's uh, a warm glow of bonfire crackles, adding more illumination to the square. Dorian sits on a log next to the blaze. His constellation eyes twinkle like stars above, looking distant and full of a lifetime of stories. He begins to tell one. And also, that's just Dorian sitting off to the side. There's a couple different things going on you can choose. I love this. We get to choose who to interact oh, with? Yeah, yeah. So oh choose my your own adventure. Gosh. Turn to page 23 if you choose to see Dorian. Uh. <laughs> Alright, always page 23. There's also Tim Penny Samuel. He's over, you know, playing like the three cup game mm. with oh, the kids. Of course. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, he's, he's giving them ten pennies and then he seems to be winning them back almost I immediately. Still, I still got mine. Oh, I mean, that's a shame. Almost everything here just costs one. Well, if well, can, you I, one, can I have one? Of course. Please. You're offering it. He flips it over to you and then immediately just has another one in his hand. Just oh, wow. And I caught it. Nice. Yes, you do. <laughs> Thank you for remembering that. And laughing as he enjoys like his little small cons with these kids and all that, having a fun time. And then Aunt Patty also sets up to play about several rounds of one of the townspeople's favorite games, the Aunt Patty Toss, where Aunt Patty, <laughs> oh, someone gets up and... Is she going to throw people? So this game is literally just her tossing people. I, um, and that's where I'm going. Works, you know? <laughs> yeah. Into a big pile of hay. Like, don't worry, you're not... No, just, I you know. Aunt Patty just launches you straight up right into the rock. No, oh, um, my God. She's the best. Yeah, a line formed quickly. Love her. Wow. A, line a line forms, forms quickly. Quick. Everybody's a fan of this. As I would imagine. All right, so if, like these three things, what you going to do? She's not throwing me. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go get tossed. That I think I'll bad. watch. That sounds bad. I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna get thrown by Aunt Patty. <laughs> And, and I'll watch. And you. I'll tag along. I'll okay. Watch. There's also time to, you know, maybe go do like another Multiple thing. Multiple things? This. Yeah. All right. You know she's capable of? Okay, great. You're going to do it. I'm going. All right. You wait through this line, you know, people just being like cannon launched off and all that, and you're just getting more excited as you get up because you dumped <laughs> a ton of times. <laughs> yes. All right. So do me a favor. Roll me an acrobatic. A two! <laughs> Starting off strong again! Two for chapter two! <laughs> I just got really excited, so like, I wasn't even concentrating. I was trying to show off for Youngblood, and didn't work. Aunt Patty goes, you ready, dearie? And just tosses you. Yeah! You flail as Aunt Patty chucks you with the speed that Fast Timmy could never comprehend uh, <laughs> at that hay pile. How are you going flying through the air exactly? Well, so I tried to do a front flip, and then that kind of turned into a side roll, and then pretty soon I got completely disoriented. I think I vomited a little little bit up in the mouth, then went over, kept it in, kept it in, and then landed in the hay on my head in almost a pretty dangerous thing, but mm -hmm. your boy's a little bit flexible, a little bit stretchy, and luckily got up, hair completely covered in hay, and then I basically swallowed the vomit and go, that was awesome, and then I get out kind of lifting. You did lovely, dear. Thank you, Aunt Patty. It was awesome as always. Do you want to get tossed as well? No. <laughs> Hell Let's no, maybe. Okay. Do you no. want to get thrown as well? There you go. <laughs> no, 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 no. Watching that was enough. Thank you. I do appreciate. Uh, I do appreciate. It. It's always the best when you think you're gonna die. Ah, <laughs> uh, 
true. Amazing. Only says the person who comes oh. that close to death. So yes. that's very comforting. All right. It's the closest I've gotten to action here in this village, you know? Thanks, Aunt Patty. Well, we didn't just kill the other day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Up until now. Okay. So what other things are y'all interested in? Heading over to Tim Penny, doing a little cup game thing, or going over to Dorian and hearing a little bit of a tale be spun? I kind of want to end the night with Dorian. Yes. So I kind of want to... And I'm still not feeling Sam, so I'm all about the story. So we don't want to go to Samuel at all? No, don't nobody watch him take the money from them kids. But he's giving them the money and then immediately getting it, it back. back from them. Okay. I was going to say, I kind of want to clear up that you were wrong, that we have nothing to worry about with Samuel. I'll let you know. You, you think can... I'm wrong? I... Well, was it anything to do with him? It was all about those three little runts. But he knew the entire time. Did he? Yes! Anyway. Anywho. On the clearest of nights, when the winds... Hi, Dorian! Hi! <laughs> Welcome, please come sit. Sorry, I got immediately up into it. It's hard for me to see, you know. I, I didn't know if you saw us. We just walked over here. I don't know if you were in the middle of the story. Oh, I had just finished one tale, but I'll give you another. Oh, Great. All right, Papa Squat. All right, move, move over, kids. All right, you're going to love this. Orion is a master. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we gotta watch the tail. All right. The tail moves around. Mal, I got my so, eyes on you. Mm -hmm. On the clearest of nights, when the winds of the astral plane were calm and peaceful, the great waters of glittering stars and constellations felt safe and secure. Little did the ship soaring over the ethereal waters know of the dangers that stirred beneath. The most feared creature of the deep, a beast of unimaginable proportions. It turned the serene waters to whirling waves, tugging all manner of ship into its lifeless depths. Once in its tide, there is no hope nor escape for any vessel. This is where we found ourselves, a captain and their crew, among the constellations. What happens next, no one may know. For all that have experienced the astral sea have ne'er returned with the strength to speak of the relentless attack. Whoa. Wait, so is the ocean the, the space or I was that just the water the with astral the, sea. the astral sea? I don't think wow. it's actually astral. It's not, is it? It's astral. Is it a real? It's astral. Is it an astral? Astral sea. Have you seen the astral sea? I don't think so. We'll figure it out. Well, let's check it. Which you one is well that? You're a modifier for what do you do? Uh, history check. Plus two. Or nature. You know, whichever one that you want. Then I'll do history. history. She's ready. I'm very interested She's in it. God. <laughs> 13, 15. 15. 15. Through some readings that you've done, you've definitely learned of a place called the, like, Astral Sea. It's less so much like a ship would be sailing through the sky, and more so, like, imagine an ocean, but then you replace, like, the blue of that with, like, Space stars. juice? Yeah, pretty much. So basically. So, so, do you have you heard anything about the astral sea? Yes, I know one or two things about it. What? Mm. So basically, think a ship on water. Okay, but the water is space water, like Wait. stars. And Hold on. You've seen the painting. And that's that what that painting depicts. Why? I mean, you can see the. That's right. That's how it was described. Yes. Oh, that the nail and when was it comes to life. <sighs> Did you ever find so, that nail? We did find the nail, did we get it? I don't know if we got it. It's And that is a lever that has a light bulb that is hammered in. Oh, it's um, it's, it's Dorian's nail. nail. We take the nail. Oh, Dorian, I'll be right back. <laughs> Mel! Yes, Mel. Yes. 
I happen to have it right oh. here. Oh, thank Woo. God. Oh, you thank had you. it. Coming in Dorian, we appreciate no, it. I was about... No, wait, you can't have it. Oh, no. If you want to keep it, Mel, I spent all day making another one. No, 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 I don't want it. Oh. I want cheese. Uh, oh! But your stinking dad won't let me eat any while I'm in this form. Oh, yeah. While you're well, in this Mel, form? Are you lactose intolerant? Does it matter? <laughs> okay, so how about I just convince my dad to get me some cheese? That's because... what I'm asking you. Ah, okay, all right. You're Solutions. So uh, Solutions. I'm going to go ahead and it's right over here. Yoink. Oh, cheese. Cheese to melt. I hope you like Pepper Jack. I know that dad always says to keep the cheese away from you. I think he's just biased that he can't turn into a mouse. All right, I will take that nail. Thank you, Dorian. Uh, I know that you said you, you already made an alternative. I, it's always useful to have backups, Sweet. especially if, you know, they end up taking one again. Yes. Uh, well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. But yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> that it will be taken again? Yeah, guaranteed to what? Oh, it will, no. uh, <laughs> you just want this one back, Mel. No. Okay. Not as fun. I just personally want paintings to come to life. That sounded really oh, cool. Oh, this won't work on just any painting. Oh, just on that painting. It, you need like a specific painting and like a specific nail. All right. Oh, okay. Well, great. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Take it. Do so you want to go to Sam or anything like that? Or do you just yeah. you want to kind of end your night with that tale? I want to go back to Samuel. We'll go. I'll allow it. So you approach and Tim Penny's still there. <laughs> well, howdy there, fellas. It's my favorite. It's my it's favorite. It's a pleasure to problem. see you again. As you remember me, Tim Penny Samuel, legitimate business amphibian. Care to play a game? Hello, Sam. Oh. oh. No. We're legitimately playing this game. Yes, Samuel. I think I will let Youngblood play. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Youngblood, a betting man. I never would have guessed. Mm -hmm. You have a sharper eye than me. Just, just. All right, all right. I, uh, let's see. We'll lay these I've lost out a lot of money here for you. I've been playing against these kids all night, so the game's been relatively easy. Yeah, I bet. Which do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's <laughs> the one where the coin just fell out? <laughs> That's called failing a sleight of hand check. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. All right, pal. Okay. Let's see. A game of choice. One of three. Hmm. <sighs> Oh. I know, my hands are fast. It's, it's hard to tell. Oh, okay. go ahead. Pick one, pick one, pick any. I'm just gonna go with this one. Oh! oh! We have a winner! Would you care for the ten penny that yeah, you won? I'd be happy Here to you keep. are. So you got a real coin that time. I sure did. I only got an imaginary one last time. <laughs> now, Samuel, I just wanted to set the record straight. Mm. You have been nothing but helpful during our entire quest. Exactly true. Entirely for true. The thefts that were happening, mm -hmm. and I just want to clear it up because somebody in Me. this village Me. is very untrustworthy of you. Mm. You didn't have anything to do with those thefts, did you? I'm never gonna claim anyway, one way or the other, that I had something to do with the entire thing. They thank you. See. The whole Perfectly truth. innocent. Great. I had no involvement and or I did, but we don't know. I don't... Look, perfectly. He's confusing as hell, but that's it. That's it. Are you going to accept that? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. We're going to roll insight on oh that. I'm sorry. Just 12. Plus 2? 14. He, he definitely had something to do with it. Like I thought. Even if he wasn't like the person causing these things to be robbed, he was he just like... way more. He just thought it was adorable that these kids were doing it. So he's like, sure, I'm not going to like give away the goat for you. Do you still trust him? Do I still trust... He's wearing a blue ribbon. Let's yeah, go! That means, <laughs> that means trustworthy. I don't know what you haven't got about this yet. Yeah. Please. 
What? You rolled for insight. I didn't. <laughs> it's, it's been oh, a pleasure, you two. You know, it's getting a bit late, though. I think we should all go ahead. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is definitely past my bedtime. As the night begins to settle over Reston, <laughs> you hear some uh, tiny booted footsteps running up to you, and you feel a little tugging at your pant leg, and you look down. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, Henderson. 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 Oh. You see Henderson. Look, my guard is up. Hey, and buddy. He's, oh, he's like holding back tears. Yeah. yeah. Henderson's real sad. Because it seems that the kids may have caught some wind that y'all might be heading out of town. Oh, I thought he was still angry at the things we called him. <laughs> at the things you called him. I had to let him know. I know you did. I know. No. Henderson's like giving, giving like your leg a hug and all that. He's going, it's... Is it true that you're gonna leave town? Oh, buddy! Oh, but we had so much fun today. I'm honestly very, very relieved that you had fun. Please don't go. Oh, uh, Henderson, Henderson, you're not gonna even realize that we're gone. We'll be back before you know it. Yeah. I don't know you, so um. He he will miss you. He is absolutely gonna miss you with all his heart. Hi. Uh, no. <coughs> Sorry. God bless you. Watch that bear <laughs> thing. Just make sure you keep that under control. Try. However, as you were talking to Henderson. Oh, oh he's back! Right. Timmy's near y'all while you're doing that, as well as Mel. Timmy's over there and he's kind of like tilting his hat down a little bit, like trying to like look a little bit tough while going while y'all are going by. That dude over there. Hey! Right. He's very much clearly trying to play it cool. <laughs> but he's just like, I should be the one going off to the adventure. Not you two. You couldn't even get in the safe room. Well, you know, we could benefit with a Moderately, normally fast individual. But you know who I'm a very fast individual. You know who would really benefit? You are, buddy. Rested would really benefit from a very fast individual. Who's gonna do whatever he was doing while he was here? Honestly, that Mm. that was love that. Yeah. At the very least, Henderson's gonna need a buddy right now while we're out. Uh, He definitely seems that kid needs me. He needs you, and I think that is what. Youngblood was trying to say, the town, i.e., those two that you string around, they're going to need you. I don't need no one. Oh, well, okay, Mel, I know that you're pretty resourceful, you're pretty independent. Yeah, yeah, but... But you like having fast Timmy around, right? He's amusing. (laughs) See? See? Not wrong. They're going to need you. Hey, at the very least, I'll bring you guys back a present. How about that? You got yourself a deal. I do admire that fast Timmy, he's fast in his heart, he believes in it. And I think that's great. I hope he doesn't have a fast heart. That would be a health problem. Riker actually approaches the both of you. He has like a parental look on his like stern face. Mm. Youngblood, uh, correct? Yes. Uh, there is plenty of room at our home if you wish to spend your night somewhere. I, I'm not sure if Roman's already... No, I've already said it. He's, he, he gets nervous. We don't have guests chew off, and I think he's... Yeah, his hands... He's a little seem, timid about this. His hands actually seem a little bit jittery yeah. talking to you. If you would like to stay... Dad, it's it's okay. It's it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would love to. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Far better than sleeping in a clearing, so thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. much better. For you, this is actually a first. You've never really felt like you kind of had, like, the room to be able to ask your dad, like, can I have someone stay over? Nor have you really ever had someone stay over. I know. I got a legitimate sleepover. This is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, also, just like, you know, we're still getting to know each other. Clearly, it's been a long time since <clears> he's had to talk to someone that, like, did not live in this town. Yeah. Like, he's just kind of off. Y'all don't get guests. I get it. Roman, as you return home, you notice your father pause at the now, like, empty mantle where, like, you know, you walk into that same foyer where, you know, you yeah. saw the family sword and the dim green armor and all that. I mean, he kind of pauses as he goes to walk past that, looking at it perplexed before he turns his gaze back to you. I had been hoping to give you that sword long ago, son. I'm sorry you could not 
receive it from me. I just... Are you okay with me having yes, the sword? I am. It's just hard to... I just can't believe how much time has passed here. I can't believe how much the, like you've changed over the years and... Okay, uh, well, yeah, not in front of the guests. Well, yeah, no, young I go to my room young before y'all... Love you, Pops. And then I run upstairs because I, I don't want to say that too loud in front of the new co-adventurer and we go upstairs. Mm -hmm. I just jump into bed, I think. I lay out a bunch of sheets and stuff for Youngblood. I don't know how this goes. I don't know how to work this. I'm like, okay, do you have a toothbrush? Yeah, I carry all of that. Yeah. Oh, great. You got, you're like good. a, a knapsack. Yeah. For, and we're taking a longer than a nap, I but mean. it's for a sleep. Okay, great. Do we play I, uh, Never Have I Ever? I, no, 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 no. Okay, no. we just chill. Okay. Certainly not into the games. I just would like to sleep. Okay, no, that's so, totally uh, fine. <laughs> I yeah. kind of, you know, go over to the bay window. Yeah. Assuming it has like a nice little seat. It's got a little cushion there. Yeah, and I I, I dig that, so I'm like, you know what, I think I'll lay here. I can look Great. at the sky while I sleep. Yeah, just know that it's totally strategic where my clothes and other unmentionables have been strewn around the room. It is an obstacle course. You're a slob. It's okay. You don't believe me. All right, so go. If there's anything else that you need, let me know. I'm just going to be over here. Got it. Going to bed. Good night. Young bud, you don't sleep. You go into a trance because you're an elf. I'm like sitting in the bay window and I'm looking out the window before going into my trance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had other things, but I think I'll leave it at that. And then before he gets into that trance, he just hears Roman in the bed and then- I pick up a pillow and I throw it at his face. <laughs> <laughs> it falls into Roman's face and he's like, hello? <laughs> and then he and goes I'm back like, to bed. All right, yo, yo. He doesn't even wake up. He just goes back to bed. I'm just like, oh my god. And then I go back into my trance. <laughs> After a night of fun and merriment, you both awake to the morning sun and ten pennies croaking. Quiet, Samuel. I'm waking up over you. <laughs> yeah, you two wake up. How do you spend your morning and all that? Ugh. I've been up since seven. Yeah, you've been awake. Ready. I'm fully dressed. I have a <laughs> I get up and I'm like, oh, oh. And I'm standing there looking at him. And he wakes up and he does that. Yeah. Jeez, you're going to give me a heart attack. We need to go. Can you go downstairs and I'll change and I'll okay, freshen okay, up? Okay, okay. Go. Just hurry up. <sighs> okay, okay. I am excited, but I am not a morning person. <laughs> so I got to clean up. up and head down. Yeah. You're just chilling out with Riker for a little bit. And he's just like, hey, good morning. <laughs> Awkward pauses. Croissant. Sure, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Oh, good. He's taking forever getting ready, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> Every time. I'm packing! Does his room always look like that? Yes. Hey, do you think I'm gonna need, like, how many pairs of clothes? Like, nine or ten? I'm trying to fit it all in here. Do I need to... Pack light. Just pack what you need. Should pack. I make a bindle? Like, one of those things on a stick? You have a bag, son. Oh, with the bag! All right. You a have a whole... Do you think I'm gonna need... He does this pretty often. Hairbrush. How many hairbrushes? You might... Just one if you have to bring one. Okay. One hairbrush. All right. I got a coarser one, and I've got one for just, like, basic touch-ups throughout the... I'll bring the coarser one. Make sure that you always have room for water. What? Food. Yeah. You will need rations on the road. I won't be feeding you. What? Breaker comes upstairs and just kind of leans in. Hey, Dad, I will be just a second. You're almost done, son? I will be just a second. I just have never done this before, Don't and... Worry, you'll be fine. Okay. It feels like a lot, but once you're out there, you yeah. have your feet under you, you'll be going smooth sailing. Okay, so all of that, and of course, uh, my stuffed animal. Put that in the bag Forget for sleeping. Me. All right, and I'm good to go, I think. All right, let's get going. Are you ready to go? Yes, please. Awesome. <laughs> let's go. Whoops, forgot my sword. 
Um, oh my gosh. And then I get the sword, then I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay, so he leads you outside, and the rest of the town is all lined up to see you off. Uh, Dorian, Burgundy, the goat, Tim, Penny, Aunt Patty, they're all like sitting there waving goodbye. The goat can't really wave, but you know, it's looking on. That freaking goat. <laughs> so resourceful. Uh, so <laughs> the kids aren't there, though. After like, you know, stealing all of those things, you can kind of assume they've been grounded. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They ought to be doing community service. <laughs> I mean, it's a small town. They probably will just do that out of, you know, having to live here. But yeah, oh, also them kids. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Renker walks briskly in the middle of both of you. He's like just as eager as you are to like get moving for you and your journey. Oh. Spouting off, you know, like a lot of parental stuff being like, you sure you have everything? I know we spent a long time packing this morning, but you got like your water and your rations and your sword and... And my stuffed animal. Right. Yeah, we yes, got everything. Yes, yes, you can't forget Binky. You see where I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. He keeps this up until like, you know, suddenly you like come to the edge of town and Aunt Patty has unsurprisingly made it there before you. Oh. Her smile is very wide, um, but her eyes are watering up slightly as you approach. Yeah. yeah. And her arms are open wide. She's going in for the big hug. Dearies, you do just the perfect picture of adventures. Just look at you. I know. Look at me mostly. I mean look at both of you. Sure. You're ready to go out. You're ready to go on a whirlwind of adventure around the world. Aunt Patty, I just want to thank you for believing in me. Of course. For giving me the sword and, and somehow launching me on this adventure that I still am very, very overwhelmed by and I'm gonna hide it as deep as possible, but I'm so excited. It always feels that way in the beginning and then you just start going and blam, you're out there and you're just doing it. Oh my you're gosh. Just, I believe in you. Yeah, thank you. You got this. And you too. You have a lot of talent in you, young man. Oh, I, thank you. I really appreciate that. She easily takes both of you into like a big old bed. <laughs> okay. okay. Like her smile. Wow. No, get out there. Oh. Make your aunt Patty proud. <laughs> and, drops you. and don't forget any second of your grand adventure. I can't wait to hear all about it whenever you get back. We'll have ourselves a little story time. Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks, oh my aunt gosh. Patty. Aunt Patty, I'm gonna miss you. I'll miss you. Too. I'm gonna miss you more. But you'll be back. I will, I, yes, I will. I'm so excited. So much affection. Thank you so much. <laughs> she releases you and like stands proud with her hands on her hips and all that. Next to her, Riker has his arms crossed and like one of his toes are tapping nervously as he struggles to like make eye contact with Roman. He's clearly being like, my kid's heading off into the world. You can like, you know, you want to, yeah. you want to like try and bring you wanna, it in? You want to bring it in, Pops? He, he full on brings, he Let's, brings it in. And uh, uh, Roman, your father's gaze is like wistful as he's like hugging you and then like kind of like looks out mm. towards the world beyond. There's like a flash of something in his eyes. Like worry, fear, mm. uh, he shakes his head and looks back at you and says with a sigh, take care, stay safe. But above all, just remember you can come home anytime. I know. You've already made me proud. Oh, wow. And wow. Like, you know, he I puts his hand that, he puts dude. his hand on your shoulder and like for the first time in a long time, you see like a really like heartwarming, like genuine smile on his face where he's just like, I love you, son. I love you too, Dad. And I'm in the back going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. I guess I am ready. Let's do this. Let's right. do it, y'all. Y'all start going down the road. And we start walking. And I am instantly bored. Hey, Youngblood! <laughs> Are we... I don't know where we're going, but, uh... We're gonna play a game? Boy, there's a lot of trees. There's a <laughs> yeah. lot of trees out here. Yeah, I spy? You wanna play I spy? No. I spy something green. Mm, you? Me? No, no, no. I'm not sick anymore. Another guess. Okay. Um, I don't know, maybe a tree? It is a tree! Wow. All right, you're great at this one. Next is, one, no. I spy something purple. Is it me? It's you! Oh my goodness. Wow, you 
want to go next? Who'd have thunk it? No? You know All right. what? I spy uh -huh. silence. Oh, okay, well. Well, wow. I'll take the hint, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you travel down the road a little bit quietly after that. Uh, you know, Aunt Patty and Riker waved goodbye to you. Aunt Patty, I can suck. We didn't even get no, past no, no, the no, could see us. Y'all are like less than five, like less than two minutes away. We didn't even get and they're a just little like, down the road. Yeah, That's Aunt Patty's hilarious. Bit, Aunt Patty's clearly giggling a little bit, being like immediately hearing like, I'm bored. We didn't even get out of eyesight right, from so that. There's like, obviously, they were, that's before. Uh, Y'all are walking down the northern road. The breeze slowly, like, loses that familiar scent of bread as it's swiftly replaced by the sweet scent of uh, new beginnings. The Ooh. forest path before you seems to twist and turn onward for a good distance. The trees begin to change in hue. First, the lush green, you know, now hues of sunny oranges and oh. apple reds litter the branches. Dried leaves crunch beneath your feet as you continue on. Um, the road out of those, out of the wood and out of town is long. What do you do to like pass the time? You, you, you <laughs> well, we have more? way more colors to now now play I Spy with. Oh but hey, d young blood, mm -hmm. young blood. Yeah. If we're gonna be on this road for a long time, I'm getting a little bit bored. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? You know, anything that you want to reveal? Favorite color? Uh, purple. Okay. Yeah, I could have guessed. Yeah. I could have guessed. Yeah, I mean, you know. Okay, so the thing is called singing, right? Yes. Singing, and you do something with your throat. It's yes. like, okay, tell me if I'm on to something here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ha! Was that? Was that kind of like, was that close to what you were doing? It was, it was, um, it was so close that it was very far away. Do you think I could, like, do some damage with that? Oh, yeah. Oh, to a good. lot of ears. Great. But we'll we'll work on it. Awesome. I, was I, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> I, I I applaud you for trying. You know. Ah. It takes a while before you know you. But you you just went for it. Ah. Wow. Another one. <laughs> I love it. As you continue following the winding path, your feet carry you to the, like, you know, threshold of outer rest. And Roman, you hear a soft melody on the wind. A particular array of plucking dances on the falling leaves that cross your path. The what leaves is that? spiral, change from orange to violet before your very eyes. The trance-like beauty of this is broken when a figure bounds up the path through the dancing leaves with great speed, they move past you in an instant. Like, through me, or...? They run past you. Oh, okay. They turn to you, flash a huge grin, and wave a massive sword over your head. It's on Patty. And also, real quick... What? You're not saying this. You're just walking on a path with your friend. You're just walking. Okay. But we'll get back to that. What? So, what? Aunt Patty turns, flashes you a huge grin, waving a massive sword over her head. Her armor is shining in the sun brighter than you recall it, like, just moments ago. Before you can talk to her and actually let anything out, uh, you notice that she's not actually waving at you. Her gaze is fixed on someone who is yet to catch up, slowly trailing after her, is a blonde-haired man strumming a guitar. His fingers pluck at the strings as if composing on the spot while taking in the scenery. Wait, so I don't see Aunt Patty. You're, you're just walking with Roman. You're the only one who can see You're just it. walking with Roman during the Do I notice this blonde man? Nope. Oh. You're not I'm freaking out, man. I'm freaking out. Okay. What's going on? Um, so he smiles and gives the strings a final strum. Turning back, he's walking past you and he's looking directly at you, Roman. Uh huh. His eyes are soft like lavender. He reaches out and you feel phantom grays of fingertips across your hand. His smile widens and he says, Come on, Riker. Do keep up. We have a long way to go. His hand tugs at yours as he starts to walk up the path and follow Aunt Patty. Another gust of wind comes through and rustles the violet leaves 
and the figures are gone, and leaves are no longer quite as violent. The sensation was so realistic that you notice a sudden absence of it as the forms dissipate into nothing more than a vision. You were left where you were, walking next to Youngblood. Are you okay? So when you sing, does that really mess up your head? Like, does that, do you see some things going on? Like, have you ever seen, like, visions of people and people calling you names that aren't your names, but are names of people that you know, or? I mean, no, that doesn't normally happen. Are you okay? You look like you've seen a ghost or something. I don't know. So, okay, let me break this down to you. I saw Aunt Patty. She was walking past us, and she was, like, holding a sword. And then there was a blonde-haired dude, and he really got up in my grill and held my hand and called me my dad's name, Riker, and said to follow them. This way, away from Reston. And then they, they're gone. Okay, again, are you okay? I thought so, up until about five frickin' seconds ago. I don't was know. there something I've, in that water? I've never experienced that, but I don't know. Maybe your singing does that? I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Maybe it's this part of the forest. As you two talk and walk, you actually notice that the path ahead is, like, you know, getting a bit to shift to, like, a rockier and a bit of rougher terrain. Do me a favor. Roll dexterity saving throws. Oh, gosh. Oh, eight. Oh. You both trip while walking. Oh, good. And you take one point of damage. Oh, gosh. Just young blood falling. So the path cuts through a few of the larger hills. It's peaks pushing from like grassy mounds, revealing like red layer rock that lies like just beneath the surface. Mm. Just beyond, you can make out a path leading through one of the larger foothills. It's breathtaking, honestly. It's yeah. like, oh, this is really pretty. That is until you hear it. A ghostly warning bounces off the high hills. A trembling voice carries over the open landscape. Turn back now. Yeah, we don't. Now you've you've been out here long enough. You hear that all the time, right? Yeah. You heard that one that time, right? I heard that. Okay. I heard whatever that was. And that's nothing to worry about. Like there's plenty of that going on. I mean, we should be fine. You'll die if you keep going. Maybe. Give up while you can. I hear that enough in my life. That's that's something I've always ignored. So we'll I be think fine. you know. <laughs> I think we should go on. <laughs> um, I love you two so fucking much. <laughs> You're continuing down this path, and you've actually like found the mouth of this cave, which is kind of you know the origin of the sound, as you were able to really quickly deduce. What is that? And you hear like the same voice within, but it's like a lot clearer now, like a bit less ghosty. You'll die if you enter here. Now listen, I didn't know caves were a real thing. Excuse me. I've only seen them in like stories, tales told. You've this seen is... them in stories. Seen them in stories that paint were painted, you know. Oh, got you. Yeah, Thank that you for the paintings exist. So this is wild. I didn't know this is a real thing. Now, from what I know from stories, these things have genies or other treasures. So what do we do? Do we go in? I don't know. You will die if you enter here. Well, we've got plenty of dice. Uh, what do I you think, think? I mean, I'm down. Can we enter? You can enter. Can I enter? And I'm humming something, and it gives me like a little ball of fire in my hand. Do you have a cantrip for that? I have prestidigitation truth. That should be able to do it. Read prestidigitation. I can't even say prestidigitation. It's a minor magical trick that novice spell can use for practice. You create one of the following magical effects within range. You create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, a puff of wind, faint musical notes, or an odd odor. You instantaneously light or snuff out a candle. Period. Big a deal. torch or a small campfire. You can instantaneously clean or soil an object no larger than one cubic foot. You chill one. Oh, that's perfect. You're more than good to do that. If you want, you can roll with advantage for that. Just for like seeing inside of here. 14, 14. roll again, because you have advantage. 
Oh. Uh, Ten. So we're gonna take that 14. That's a 16. You can yeah, see. Yeah, 16. Looking further in, you can see something gleaming in the last little bit of light. Uh, treasure? A sword oh. sticking out of a wall. Maybe treasure. So you're approaching and you're closer now. You can see that the sword is not the only thing that's pinned to the cave wall. Um, oh my, my god! The old set of bones have been well weathered. The sword seems to have been stabbed through the ribs, pinning to the wall. A tattered pelt is all that's like kind of left on him. Oh my god! With a large belt around the waist. What? What? Who? Oh! Oh my god! <laughs> you aren't very good at listening to advice, are you? Uh. -uh. Skeletons talk outside of Reston. <sighs> This I've is heard skeletons about this, can but talk. Wow. I've I never mean, seen this before. He's a sarcastic yeah, skeleton. Yeah, I'd be sarcastic too if I've been pinned to a wall for however long he's been here. Oh. I've been here for a while. I was trying to give you warnings. <laughs> Don't come in the cave. This is. Unless you want to end up like me. The rather large set of sturdy bones is leaning in a surprisingly like relaxed position for being like run through with a sword. Their voice is like gruff, but with like a slight broish twang to it. <laughs> this is amazing. How long have you been here? Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's a long one. I've oh, been look. here for a long time. I actually can't really remember how long. However, I suggest that you turn back unless you want to spend an eternity with a sword through your chest. Oh, wait, wait, huh? I thought, okay, I thought you were the threat. You're not the threat. I'm not a threat. I'm warning He's the you. One with the sword I'm in telling his chest. you what's dangerous. My best friend died in there a long time ago, killed by the same person that stabbed me. So, to me, this cave is. The worst place in the world. So, Aww. your best. I'm sorry about that. Your, your best friend died somewhere back there. Yes. And whatever kills him also did this to you. Yeah, I left. Okay, so. I mean, I'm gonna have to like get into it to like describe this. It's a bit of a- Speak it plain, friend. I left my best friend here to try and see the world. They were always yeah. so scared of what, what was out there. Yeah. So. I saw so many beautiful things. Oh, really? So much was out there I never witnessed before. I was having so much fun. Well, that sounds I had no amazing. To share it with. Oh. So I turned back to go get my friend from the cave. Oh. When I returned, I saw a figure walking out. I had my guard down. I didn't have time to defend myself. Uh huh. They attacked me, ran me through with this sword, pinning me here. And now. And then what happened? There's nothing here for anyone now. So, so turn back. Go home. Love the ones that you have while you have them. Well, that's a touching story. I, I, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Maybe we can avenge your death. I don't think that you got the guff to make it. And this dude, I'm, uh. Well, li hey, listen. He's very interested in avenging your death. I'm very interested in getting your friend. Wait, it they seems are like, alive. Hey, friend, do you have a name? Cross. Cross me and die. First of all, so you're pinned to that wall, and mm -hmm. yeah. one thing I, one thing I can't get over. So skeletons don't normally just—they're yeah. not normally always talking skeletons. So you just never die, die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How oh, are you, I die. How are you talking? So for some time, I felt as though I'd been in like an endless sleep, a cold night, clutching my bones for like a long, settled winter frost, but. For some immeasurable time later, I became nothing more than a pile of bones. I heard the gentle sound of hooves walking along the path beyond the cave. A bell rang with every step, growing closer and closer until the sound stopped outside the cave mouth. The sound brought with it warmth in my bones and the smell of bread in my nose. Things I haven't felt since before the cold. Hold on. Was it a Life flowed through me once more, and although my eyes were hollow, they could see 
I did not get to witness my life bringer. Guess I'll never get to know who revived my lifeless pile of bones. You had an idea? Oh, I just I just was wondering what kind of bread it was because yeah. I'm a big bread man. So it smelled like, buttery. Buttery. Mmm. Buttery. Best kind. Croissants, raisin, oatmeal raisin. Mm, I miss it. I just need to know. I understand mm-hmm. correctly. You were dead dead. You heard hooves go by and some, You were realived. Yeah, by the smell of bread. No, no. No, the bell. Yeah. There was a, a bell and a horse. Ringing. Horse hooves. Uh-huh. I'm not going to claim it's horse hooves. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly what I just heard. Hooves. Hooves and a bell and I smelled bread. Okay. Wow. This, this feels like a riddle, but we're going to... Doesn't it? Yeah. That might be a problem for another day, maybe? Yeah, maybe. We, we appreciate that information. We're going to go and check out the rest of the cave. Why? Uh, Y'all can literally just walk past us, dude. Oh. <laughs> I need to know, maybe, your friend's name that we might be looking for. Because, yeah. hey, who knows? He might be there. Chris went a while ago. He's I gone. love it. I love... I, he's not coming back. I've had to accept that now. But if you want to go in on a futile effort, roll a persuasion check. 17. 8. Fine. Go ahead. Don't listen to someone with experience. We're going to get your friend back, Cross. All right? Well, it's been fun, Cross. Have fun, Diane. Despite the skeleton's numerous warnings, you walk deeper and deeper into the <laughs> cave. As you continue on and you continue on, you leave the light of day at the entrance as you walk further into the darkness. But darkness is not what meets you. Instead, a flickering light uh, of a fire dances across the walls. You've entered a large chamber deeper into the cave. There is indeed a fire crackling at the center of the chamber, and a few scattered logs are angled around it. Sitting on a log, tending to the fire, is another skeleton. Sitting just beyond them is a illuminated tunnel. That's actually quite quaint. We are not leaving this cave sooner than I thought. Yeah, this is really pretty. Did you do this? Well, we don't know. He can talk yet. (laughs) So, just beyond them is an illuminated tunnel leading further into a cave. There's a small wooden sign next to that tunnel. Mm -hmm. This little thing right here. Yes. And it reads, Tunnel of Truth. Most of their thin frame is covered by a large black belt. A gold belt cinches it tighter at the small hip bone. Their metal helmet is a half mask, presumably protecting what used to be his nose. So, you're just walking in? Yeah. Would you happen to be... Ah! Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Hi. I'm so sorry. Oh. I am so sorry. Oh. That's on me. Are you okay? Are I would you ask here for if. The cave or are you here to attack me? We're not here to, like, attack you. Yeah. Oh, well, thank goodness. Yeah, I yeah. would have been no match for y'all. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. but. We you have can a... hear my bones are creaky. Yes. Very. You need some hot and. Icy hot. Icy hot. Yeah, do they make that here? Uh, it's that spell that, that kind of yeah. like, that's a little kind it's of like potion. Soothe, yeah, your muscles. Uh, Aunt Patty makes a, yeah. a similar kind of wow. equivalent thing to that. Are you, am I Am I right to think that you might be named Chris? How do you know my name? Are Great. you apparitions of my mind? No. No. We're very real. We're very um, real. We met your friend, Cross. Uh-huh. He's in a pinch. Yeah. Don't worry, they shouldn't bother you. It's actually haunting me. What? Huh? Wait, no, we ran into your friend Cross. That's a ghost. What? Huh? We're letting you know your friend is not a ghost. He's up there vibing just like you. He just, is. He's just not. I'll tell you the whole tale. Okay. Okay. It's rather sad. You see, my friend has been haunting me. Don't cry. 
for letting them leave the cave. I told them that there's nothing outside this cave for us, but they wanted to go see what was out there, and they left without me. Uh, I don't know how long they were gone before I started to get worried and, and a bit lonely. I went to look for them. I almost reached the exit as I saw a figure silhouetted by moonlight. I must have startled them because they tried to attack me. I closed my eyes and I thrusted my sword at them and then ran back into the cave. Oh. I lived in great fear of the outside and never wanting to leave the cave again. Oh, so, gosh. Can I roll for perception? What are you trying to perceive here? Um, did he accidentally stab Cross? Because Cross said <laughs> he came into the cave to come back. So, I'll let you make an assumption. Young blood, young blood. I think that's what happened. I'm just gonna. <laughs> well, you don't need to roll for perception on that one. I. <laughs> You think I think we're in the middle of a very, very tragic situation here. I think so. <laughs> I think you killed his friend. It's not funny, but it's I so died in here. He eventually died in here. Did you hear that, young buddy? He eventually died in here. But ever since being resurrected, I begin to hear the voice of my old friend. He gives me warnings of the outside world. Oh. You'll never make it, oh, and things like that. Chris, oh. Chris, we got some because news of the for whales you. from beyond, I vowed I would never try and this leave is... again. Can I break it to him? This um, parading whale is my punishment for not joining them and being there with my friend. Do we want to break it to I them? I feel like this might be what keeps him from the light. Because I would much rather him go there than deal with yeah. this. Chris, I don't know how you're going to take this. I'm glad you're seated. So we met Cross <laughs> at the front. Yes, that's a ghost. And maybe. We met Cross at the front. It just so happens. You're going to find this so funny. He got stabbed. So, so funny. He got stabbed. Why would I find that funny? Well, uh, because... It doesn't really <laughs> tickle the funny bone, well, does well, it? Your uh, best friend being stabbed. Okay, hold well, on. Well, look, um, hold on. Just, uh, the way he said he died, he said he came back to get you. He went and he ventured. Yeah, And he, he came ventured. back to go and to come and get you to take you to see that there was more outside of the cave. And he said when he came into the cave, there was this figure that was coming toward him and it just stabbed him. And that was that. And now that we're back here talking to you, he thinks that that same figure stabbed you, but you're telling us you were leaving the cave and saw a figure, stabbed it, and then died back here. So, uh... He thought you were a big monster of the cave. Yeah. It's just I you. lose my one and only friend because you to the world you come from, and you saunter in here and saunter. just to tell me... I'm the one that stabbed him. Lies. I don't believe you. Look, Chris, with all due respect, I'm letting you know you stabbed your friend. I oh. did not stab my friend. That's a ghost. He died, and then he came back to tell me never leave. I think we need to bring Cross back to Chris I and talk through it. Think. Maybe some communication? I really think you might get the closure you need. Oh, oh. it might be easier to take him, because Cross is kind of pinned up. You want to? And he, you know, I mean, he looks more capable of moving than mm. Cross does. Yeah? Chris, we are two very gallant, sauntering warriors. Well, I didn't say and, and we will defend you as we walk with you yeah. to the front. And if it ends up being this no, ghost... No, no, I, I, I won't go with you. You spout many horrible lies. They're like looking at that tunnel further a bit down. Mm. I think the only way I'd choose to believe you is if I gave you a test. Okay. If you refuse, I'll be forced to deny the accusations you've made and bury them away deep in my subconscious. He has some trust issues. And forget you ever <laughs> Look who's talking. <laughs> Do you see how difficult it is talking with somebody with trust issues? I have no idea what you're talking about. So, I made this tunnel and everything beyond it. 
while my friend was out there seeing the world. It was going to be something we did together and something to help mend our like spling bond. So you see them look down the tunnel a minute before finally looking back at you. Well, overall, I've named this place the Communa Cave. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I love right? it. Get it clever. I clever. love it, yeah. It's great. Hey, that's okay, really good. This is currently the Tunnel of Truth right there. The, 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 you know, right there. You'll enter the Tunnel of Truth here where you must answer questions about yourself and be honest with your friend about who you are. Mmm. You want us to go into the- Oh, you gotta come with- If I- If you want me- I can't really point much. The bones are still stiff. <coughs> if you want me to trust you, we're all gonna have to go through this thing. We treasure don't know each other that well, it's, so it's- There's a bit of treasure at the end. Oh! Let's uh, go. Okay, uh, let's your, go. Let's go. go. What's your perception? My well, perception? You know what? F <laughs> What'd you roll Plus two. 19. Alright, fine. Whatever. You can see it. It seems that, yes, they have a key dangling in their skull. Right here. Oh. Only about half of it. Oh. What's that? Ah, yes. The key. Is that like to the um, treasure? Yes, mm -hmm. it is oh. half of a key that I gave to cross. Classic, classic yeah, reuniting thing. Classic. Very yeah. good. You very put the two TLC. pieces together. Cool. Oh, I got it. Order of operations. Go in the tunnel. Prove to him that we're valid. Get his piece of the key because now he trusts us. Mm -hmm. Go back, across, bring it back, and mm -hmm. the treasure. Go. Yeah. All right, great. And that is where we leave off today, adventurers. Stay tuned for the next episode of Roll Slaying to see what happens. Hey there, adventurers! Want me to read a message of yours on the podcast? Just go to iTunes and leave a five-star review, and I'll pick one to read at the end of each episode. Make it as silly or self-indulgent as you want. I have to read one of them. This week's review comes from Fantasy Lover 11 This show is amazing for many reasons. Interesting storytelling, fun characters, a goat. But one of the best reasons is with D&D getting even more popular nowadays in media, this podcast is great for people new to Dungeons & Dragons who don't know their d6s from their d20s or maybe don't even know what a d20 is give it a listen and hear for yourself good to hear that this podcast is great for newbies fantasy lover 11 after all thomas was also a newbie to DD when he began with role slaying with roman himself and uh, oh yeah thanks for listening the video version of Role Slaying with Roman is available on YouTube, complete with scene recreations and gorgeous art at youtube.com slash Thomas Sanders. AJ Henges was this episode's DM, and Brie Grace voiced our co-DM, Lyra. This episode was written by AJ Henges and Brie Grace. Editing by Leah Bird. Sound editing by Catherine Stanley. And our theme is by Jariah Clare. Until next time, adventurers, so long.